This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. This week was definitely an emotional struggle, um, just having to deal with my reality that King's birthday was here. This was the last uh, stop before we get to the elephant in the room. Um, I was trying to just be peaceful and, and as always, uh, with the things that I go through mentally, I, I, I try to still be present. You know, for my kids and stuff, like not kind of uh, involve them in it, trying to keep separate, you know, when I'm having those moments and stuff. But it was it, it's it was difficult. It, it was really difficult. Um, yesterday was uh, was King's birthday and like all day he just was like, I'm chilling like he didn't really. He didn't really want to do anything. Um, I, I kept saying, like, well, it's your birthday, bro. You could do whatever. We could, like, go wherever. And he was like, nah, I'm chilling. And I could tell something was wrong. Um, but I don't want to pastor him about it. So I just was kind of making sure that he understood that this was his day. And no matter what, you know, we was going to do whatever he wanted to do, whatever he um Whatever made him happy. And he honestly didn't want to do anything. He just kept saying, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. And I knew what was wrong, but I wasn't I wasn't going to press it. Um, and everything was, was fine. It was whatever. And then we got to uh, singing him happy birthday. And I could see on his face that he wasn't handling it, it well. And so I, I took him, you know, in the other room and I'm like looking at him and he just broke down. Then the other ones start breaking down. And as as painful as it is for me, is it's painful for them. Not every day because, you know, they're still kids, so their mind is not wrapped around it every day but in moments like that when uh someone is visibly missing it hits them and that tore me up because I just wanted him to enjoy his day and and us not because I'm I'm big on whatever the situation is I'm big on your birthday is your day like it doesn't matter what's going on we all suck it up to make sure that we are focused on whoever you know, whoever birthday that is and seeing him and then seeing junior break down and then, you know, seeing bossy and then, you know, Keanu is me. So he's holding it together and, you know, but you can tell on his face is bothered. And that tore me up because it's supposed to be a happy, it's supposed to be a happy occasion. And I did my best. Like I, I, I was smiling. I was interactive, like, just things that I normally just don't do in general. Um, and that tore me up that, that, that tore me up. And it's like, I'm not sure why the feeling is, is so intense because I deal with it 
like all year. Like there's never there there hasn't been a day since this tragedy that I haven't thought about it. But once I get to once I get to October, like it just starts it starts intensifying and as as it gets closer, it's just it's really, really weird that it happens that way. And I'm certain it's because like I know you know, I, I'm going to not acknowledge her no matter how bad it hurts. No matter, no matter the remembrance, like, like, cause that, that, that in celebrating you, you deal, you have to deal with the pain because of her, her birth and death is the same day. And knowing that, like I go, I go hard in making sure that the other kids have great birthdays and, uh, go hard and, and, and making sure that I'm present. You know, if I have to have a breakdown or if I'm going through something, I remove myself completely, you know, go in my room, you know, handle my emotions and, you know, resume what I'm supposed to be doing because it's not their fault. And I don't ever want them to feel like they have to have that burden on them, like they've done something wrong or uh, even more that they're responsible for my emotions because I'm appreciative of them. I love them all the same. Like the loss of Kennedy doesn't affect the love that I have for them. It does create emotional moments and those moments are mine and mine alone. Um, I don't want them to feel like they have to bear the burden of me losing a child. I want them to be able to understand that they lost a sister and they can deal with it that way. They don't have to worry about me uh, and lift me up. Like they don't they don't have to do that. And so uh, Junior, he's like, you're all right. You're all right. And this is this has been weeks. And I'm like, bro, leave me alone. Like, I'm I'm fine. And I want to say Thursday. He could tell I wasn't fine. Like, even though I wasn't doing nothing crazy, I wasn't saying nothing. Like, I was just in my room watching TV or whatever. And he's like, how was your day? And I noticed, like, all this month, how was your day? How was your day? And I'm like, oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. You know, and he's like, same old. And I'm like, yeah. But last Thursday, he's like, the day is getting close, huh? And I'm like, huh? He's like, the day. So he could this whole time he could tell like I'm just trying to get through I'm just trying to get through it. But the thing is, he's been here with me before. And this is my this is like one of the things that haunts me. And I just feel so bad because. He's been on this emotional road with me since he was very young, Um, when when his mother and I broke up like. And she left and we just parted ways with each other. He was there just making sure that I was fine. He was only five and like I was just tore up. Like I just couldn't believe anything. And I said this before on a previous podcast, but this brought back remembrance. Our last week brought that back into my remembrance. And it just it just hurts as a parent because he's not supposed to be worried about me like this. For at least another 30 years. 
But since he's been five and he's he'll be 16 in March. uh, Our emotional and and, and energy connection has been very strong. Um, He understood pain at a very, very young age. And so I've always like since then, I've always like, hey, you know, you know, you can live your life, bro. You don't got to worry so much. But he 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 worries about his siblings and he, you know, he cooks for them and he wash clothes and he makes sure, you know, everybody's getting in a tub like like he had become the second parent. And it always bothered me because I've always said you don't have to do this like 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 I got it. Like it doesn't it like it doesn't matter what's going on with me. Like I'm I'm gonna pick up the pieces and, and we're gonna go. So when he said that last week, like it 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 affected me even more because I'm like, dang, like my boy, he just he's just an empath like me. And even though I keep telling him, bro, you don't gotta do this, like it's just natural for him to to hold that. And it just sucks because I, I I can't imagine what the last 10 years have been like for him emotionally. And that affects me more because there's nothing that I could say to tell him, like, nah, don't do that. Because I've tried in every in every way possible. I'm like, bro, you don't have to worry about this. You don't have to worry about that. Last Thursday, let me know he hears me, but he going to be who he is. And for him, he needs to know that I'm okay. He needs to know that, you know, whatever the issue is that, like I tell them, we're going to talk about it. And so last Thursday, when he was like, the day is coming, I was like, yeah, I said, but King's birthday is coming. And, you know, we got to we got to make sure we rep for King um, on his day. Everybody did their job. We tried to focus on King. We tried to what you want to do, what we doing. We have a movie night, like what's going on. We everybody tried. And then that cake came. And I could see on his face and I like I was like the pain was brewing in me because for me mentally, once that cake is over, it's time to start thinking about baby girl's birthday. And so again, I'm very big on this is your day. Didn't say anything. And so Kate came out. I see his face kind of changing. Candles lighting up. Saw it changing. Happy birthday. I see the, I see the emotions brewing. And because I know my kids, I'm like, yo, come, come here real fast. Cause you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to point it out. You know, I'm going to let him, I'm going to let him get his emotions together, yada, yada, whatever. Like, I'm not going to let it, let it go out in front of in, in front of people if he's uncomfortable. So I said, come here. And then when he broke down, it was like, his birthday will never be the same again for him. And 
life is what life is, but that sucks for him. And I, like, I don't like as a parent, as a parent, knowing that you can't help your kid's emotions and you can't help ease the pain on something like this. He'll always remember his sister passed away a few days after he was born. And in honesty, King was supposed to be delivered on the 24th as well. But the doctor was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So that's going to be with him. That's going to be with him. And as a parent, like it just it just tore me up. It made it, it made an already up and down week, like super down. And like when you can't help your kids get through something like I don't know if anybody else feels like this, but for me, it tears me up mentally. It it adds on to what I'm already going through myself mentally Um because I'm responsible for them. I'm, 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 I'm responsible for, for their safety. I'm responsible for helping them obtain peace. I'm responsible for them, you know, keeping their mentor straight in between, you know, everything that they've been through and everything that I've been through is just like, man, I just, I, I, I pray that they don't go, they don't have the same mental, uh, hangups as I do. And I really try to to comfort them and I really try to, you know, listen to them and stuff. And if therapy is needed, I always um, tell them that that's fine. We'll, you know, let's get to it because I do believe in them having someone else to talk to genuinely without judgment outside of who uh, outside of me as their parent. So we really do try to 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 make sure that their mental is good. We really try to try to do that um but it's been it's been difficult is it, it really has like it's so much stuff that um that we go through as a unit it's so much emotional up and downs that we go through as a unit and we just keep fighting and we keep trying to just make sure that we are good we have our you know family talks and you know everybody is free to say whatever they want to say um, to get everything off of their chest. Like I have my days to where, you know, it's not just a group setting because even though they're siblings, sometimes they don't want, like, they don't want to be involved with the other sibling when they're going through something, um, extremely emotional. So some days I'll ask them, Hey, how you doing? What's up? You, you straight. And you know, some days they'll tell me they're good. Some days they'll tell me they're bad. Like I tell them, you know, even if you're bad, because Keanu has a, a a thing where he's just, okay, no matter what, I'm good. Like, no matter what. But I, I had to explain to him, it's okay to say, no, I'm not okay, but I don't want to talk about it. But it's no sense of saying I'm okay um, if I'm going to, like, blow up about it. Because that's what he does. He, he says he's okay about something, then, like... A few days later, he's going crazy on somebody and it's all because he wasn't all right three days ago, and, but he just didn't want to say anything. So it's just. It's, it's been a up and down. 
it's been a, a, a very up and down last three months. Um, and it's taken a toll on me. It really, it, it really is. I'm not even going to hold you. It's, it's taken a toll on, on how I move. It's taken a toll on, you know, how I interact with people. It takes a toll on how I interact at work. Um, because I take my, my, my mental very, very seriously. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, like I, I didn't feel like myself. That was the scariest thing I think I've ever felt while dealing with this um, depression and anxiety. Like that was a scare. Like I really felt outside of who I was and I don't ever want to feel that. Like if that's any indication of. If that's any indication of 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 how it feels to be chemically imbalanced to a level of a level that you can't control. Yo, I don't, as much as I hate taking my medicine, I'm like, listen, if you are struggling with mental health and you are at the point to where you are incapable of controlling whatever it is, I am going to say, you need to get your diagnosis and you need to get whatever meds that is going to help you in a bit. I'm not saying just completely rely on that. But what I'm telling you is that, unfortunately, our bodies are both spiritual and science. And prayer is not just like just prayer is not going to work. I'm not telling you to be dependent on medicine. I'm telling you because, again, I give it up and I be honest about my struggles with anxiety and depression. I'm telling y'all I felt something that I never want to feel again. I feel off because everything was just compounded on everything and it was just catching up. And I'm trying to deal with this emotion. Like I said, I'm very big on stopping and dealing with the emotion of whatever it is like right there. But because it's so much and I'm dealing with with, with so many different personalities and my kids, not myself. Um, I have to be prepared for everything, but it just start hitting me. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure why the pain intensified. And it's and more time has passed. Right. Like I in my mind, they, like they say, time heals all wounds. So, you know, I'm two years out. I, I wasn't anticipating the the loss to still be, you know, I, to be a, uh, intensified greater than what it was on the initial. But it was and it tore me up. And I didn't I didn't I don't like that. So I'm saying this like. I know people will be having their hangups about the government and medicine not working and blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you right now, if you are going through mental things to the point to where you are outside of who you are, you you need to probably, you know, see someone uh, and you might need some medicine and it's OK. It's OK. It don't make you any less than a person for you taking care of your mental health, because I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to, to make sure that I'm as sane as possible for the rest of my life. And if that means that I have to take medicine, if that means that I have to take medicine and smoke weed, like I, whatever it is, whatever I have to do to make sure that my mental is good, I'm going to do it. I suggest that, you know, if you're out there and you listen to this podcast and you're going through mental stuff, stop being afraid to take care of yourself. Because once your mind goes, you lose everything. So I, I, 
like I said, I I don't know. It I had to check out. Like I said, I checked I, I, I checked out of social media in general, like everything that's being posted um is auto posted. So I don't see me. Sorry. So I don't see any of um like any responses or anything like that, like on my timeline, because I just like I said, I don't want to see anything. But the weirdest thing happened. The weirdest thing happened the day that I had checked out. The day that I had checked out of social media. Um before like I was on YouTube. <clears throat> I was on YouTube and I was just like, man, like I need a break of everything. I just need to to really I need to really just uh decompress. And I need to detox my mind from everybody else's issues. And by everybody else's issues, I mean, like, when you're scrolling on your socials and you see, you know, the pain that people are going through, um, you see the random arguments, like, you, you see the negativity, you know, um, you, you see all of it, good and bad. And as a human being, you know, of course, you have you have a thought about it. It maybe triggers something. Sometimes you may even want to respond. I don't be responding to people because I like I don't know them people to be in their business. Um, but seeing it, right? When you see something so many times, it doesn't like you, you. You can't control how you feel about it. You can't control what you think about it. A lot of times, it's like if I see uh, fight after fight after fight after fight after fight. Like, I'm going to be used to that. Like, I don't post fight this. I, I really like I don't I don't comment on, on that. But the it's in me because I keep seeing it over and over and over again. It doesn't matter. Um, Just like if, like I said last week about all of a sudden I'm seeing, you know, these all these babies are passing away. Like it's there. Right. Um. And no matter how you slice it, like no matter like because I'm a person really like seriously, I don't be caring about a lot of stuff like um, like not even on arrogance. It's just I have stuff in my radar of what I'm trying to accomplish and adding unnecessary things to that. Like it's going to it's going to derail me from where I'm trying to get to. So I stay out of people's business as a result of that. But again, as you're scrolling through every social media site, everything is is it's a bunch of negativity. Like it just is what it is. And it's a bunch of arguments. And it sometimes is unnecessary arguments. Sometimes it's things that you should be saying to someone personally. But because we now have this platform to speak our piece, like on 20 different things, that's what we've become, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what we become, you know, we, we criticize with that, like, it's not even constructive criticism, like, we criticize, uh, we disrespect, we, we laugh at, you know, it's very few, it's very few um, pages that are genuinely trying to uplift like you 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 have these pages that are uplifting women and then you find out the person doing it is a dirtbag you you know and vice versa you find these uplifted men and they're dirtbags yada yada whatever and you're going through all this stuff 
You're going through all this stuff. And now you on top of whatever you're going through because you spend your days because social media, that's just what it is. Social media is now taking over TV. Social media is now taking over reading like that's our interaction, especially with what's going on with uh, with COVID. And so we're leaning towards all of that, not realizing that stuff is sinking in our minds. And then you're going to behave that way without realizing it to your family, to your friends, to work. And so for me, I shut everything. I shut everything down in general, even when I'm on socials like that. Like I stick to what I know. I can't like if you even say something that seems like it's going to create a reaction or a negative, a negative response. Um, I'll block you. Even if you somebody that I'm cool with, you repost something that it's like, why would like like, all right, cool. We're not on the same. We're not on the same wavelength. I understand that. I got to mute you because you, you interested in that and I'm not. And I've been doing that for a while because I have to make sure that my mental is straight. I have to make sure that when I'm telling you guys, yo, reach out to me. You know, the DMs are open. Poetic properties at uh, our poetic properties on Twitter, poetic property podcast on IG, leave a message. I got to make sure my mind is right when you are reaching out to me. I don't want to be responding to you or attempting to help you or attempting to help myself with a with a brain full of fight videos, with a, with a brain full of uh, catching each other cheating, with a, uh, with a brain full of uh, you ain't no man if you make me go half with a with a brain full of you 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 nagging you you like no I know life is not all you know butterflies and sparkles I know that but I'm gonna make sure I have as many butterflies and sparkles as I can because I'm trying to live a positive life I'm trying to make sure that you know mentally. I'm prepared to be who I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be bogged down with with other people's ideas and emotions when I'm trying to deal with a partner, when I'm trying to deal with my kids or when I'm trying to deal with work or school or whatever. Like, so. I had to to shut it down. I had to. Because. I don't want to see all that. I don't want to be a part of any of it. I don't. Uh, I, I don't. But in doing that, it allowed me time to, like I said, the whole goal is for me to refocus, recenter and 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 do what I need to do for for me, you know, for me and the kids. Just make sure that I'm holding myself accountable, make sure that I'm present, making sure that, you know, I'm present for me as well. So. As I'm going through, you know, this break or as I, you know, I'm um, I'm getting ready to. To log off of socials. I found this, this video. Now, mind you. I've been in business with the with the apparel almost three years. And for the entirety of the three years, I have been looking for these track suits per se or just you know a two-step piece of uh, hoodies and sweats I asked one person that was like 
$800, I'll give you a vendor list. Mind you, I just wanted the two-piece, two-piece junk. Asked somebody else, it was like $500. Then when I thought I found it, it was like in China, and then shipping was crazy. And so for two years, I just been, I, I've been looking, I've been searching like, all right, this is what I want. This is what I want um, on the apparel site, right? And because I want to, I, I want to get to a point to where I don't have to mess with it. Like the, the, like the pieces will speak for themselves. And then I can focus on the main thing, which is the podcast and poetry, right? So in the midst of me going through all this stuff mentally and deciding like, all right, I got to cut all of this off. So that leaves me time to now, you know, do my business, uh, like figure out the stuff I need to figure out that doesn't involve social media. So saw a video on YouTube and um, I'm so, so sorry. I don't I don't remember the young lady's name. All I know is. She started the video. I'm getting straight to it. I hate when people um, do the video and, you know, they fill it with fluff. I don't have time for that. I'm getting y'all straight to it. This was her. This is what she said. So I'm like, oh, my God. I hope I'm not wasting my time. So she gets to talking. She's like, all right, y'all, you know, get your notepads, yada, yada, whatever. And then she said, follow, like, follow this page or look. She said, look in this page, do your own research. I'm telling you what worked for me. Right. So before I had logged out. No. Yeah. Before I logged out, went to one of the pages. I liked the page because, like I said, I was checking out of socials. So I like the page. I let it go because like right now it's right now mentally this business doesn't matter. I'm saying that from a human perspective, not a business person perspective. Like right now, the thing is I need to to get my mentor right so I could come up with the right idea. So the goal was, you know, dead everything, focus, recenter, meditate, um, do what I needed to do. I've told people, you know, my ideas before and maybe incomplete ideas or maybe seems random. But the response was enough to discourage that idea. And I'm learning that you you have to dismantle the dream killer. And the dream killer is a couple things. The dream killer is the people who don't believe you can do what 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 you are setting out to do. 
And these are people that you believe in wholeheartedly, that you feel like got your back and stuff. And you you tell them, you know, a piece of your dream and and they're negative about it and or just like blah, like or they give you some generic response to your idea. And it's enough to 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 make you like, dang, like. I All right, cool. I'm gonna put that to the back burner. The dream killer is also the, the the person who, instead of giving you constructive criticism, they just criticize and they tell you, you know, how much it's going to cost. And they tell you how hard it's going to be to do that. And they tell you if it was them, they wouldn't do that, yada, yada, whatever. And it kills the idea. The lack of belief from other people in you, it kills the idea. And it's 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 high time that we as creators, we and I'm not even saying on 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 no just entrepreneurial stuff. I'm saying as creators of life, as creators of things just in general, because just because you are not uh, in an entrepreneurial space selling anything for profit, it doesn't take away your creativity. It doesn't take away um the the it doesn't take away your mental strength to create uh something enjoyable and we have to dismantle that we have to we have to begin to believe in ourselves so much that it doesn't matter what the response is it doesn't matter who criticizes it 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 doesn't it, it just doesn't right because the truth of the matter is big dreams die in small minds and what i mean by that is you are coming up with these ideas in these brainstorming sessions and you are coming up with these things that are inspiring to you, are uh, exciting to you, and it's creating like this overflow of excitement, right? Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, you know, it costs money. Like you've already gone through the idea of, all right, it's going to cost money to do this. It's going to cost money to do that. You are already aware of that, but you are excited because you have the idea in your mind. It's like, I have this idea, but when I get the money, Boom, I'm going to be able to lay it out. But when you go and you you are big minded and you are excited and you are you are overjoyed with the idea and you go and you tell someone. That has a small mind, they're not going to see the excitement of the idea, they're going to see that. Well, that costs this much amount of money, how are you going to come up with that money? It's almost like when you send someone a picture of something and the idea is that yo i i'm sending you this picture of this that i like or i'm sending you this picture of this for whatever reason but the response is always about what's in the background of the picture never on the point of what the picture was for what what it was intended for human beings for whatever reason are incapable of staying focused enough on the main thing. It's always the extras 
that gets everything out of sorts. That's why, like I've been saying over the past 58 episodes, like I really am, I'm really focusing on more logic than emotion. Like I'm meaning I'm focusing on whatever. I don't care the extra stuff that I see. I'm focused on that thing right there because that's, that's the thing that I'm trying to get to get through or get over. All the extra stuff is going to deter me and it's going to delay me from what I'm trying to do. So I got to kill Like I got to dismantle the dream killer. The focus is that. And a lot of times, a lot of times that the dream killer is ourself. I have a thing to where when I come up with an idea, like because because my mind is how it is right now. And I'm just being honest. I'm not making an excuse or whatever. When I come up with an idea, like I have to get it out of my head. Like it creates this crazy level of anxiety. Like when I say crazy, I mean, my head start pounding. Excuse me. My head start pounding. Um, I get dizzy. Like it's just an overload of excitement of an idea that I feel like it works. And I, I have this thing to where I have to like, I got to tell somebody like the idea. Right. But I've learned in, in having that, that you can't, you, you can't because people are not going to understand. It's very few people that, that hear your idea and give you advice on it or be like, that's a dope idea. Or, uh, well, this is, you know, all right, since that's the idea, this is what you look into. Again, I go back to my guy, DW. DW is a person who once he, because his, his line of work and because of who he is, his, his potential meter be like, like it's high. And so if I'm talking to him about something or if I just shoot something his way, it's never a time that he's negative about it. It's always additional education. It's never that's that's out of your reach without. Hey, like I'll give you an example. I said, man, I'm, I'm I'm frustrated because I've been looking, you know, all these directories and yada, yada, whatever, like just trying to get somewhere that um, as a creative, I can find a podcast of people of color. Um, not that that's solely what I want to listen to, because I do listen to all podcasts, but sometimes you want to you want to feel related to and you want to listen to something that fits how you grew up and where you're trying to go and stuff like that. And sometimes you just you you just need your people. And so I was like, I can't find that. Like every time I look for a different directory is closed down um, or, you know, it's a dead site. Like it's like nothing's there. So I said, I'm looking at, you know, I'm gonna look into that, yada, yada, whatever, because that's just what I do. So when I said that. His response was. Hey, this is what it takes to do that. This is how much it costs to do that. And this is how long it's going to cost to do that. I was like, bet. That is a healthy way of him telling me. 
because he knows he knows me. Hey, great idea. But this is the road to get to that idea. We still have stuff that we have to focus on right now with infinitely complex productions to get us in a better light. A dream killer would immediately be like, that's a dumb idea. Uh, You don't even know how much it costs. Like they would criticize without. Without next steps. That's our fault. Because we don't know. We don't like we trust and we believe in everybody that we call friends. We trust and believe that everybody we cool with is going to understand the idea. And the reality is that everybody don't think the same. Um, what you think is a great idea and the ambition that you have, the other person doesn't have. Like I'm, I, I've been running this business on the best that I can with the knowledge that I know with the knowledge that I'm learning as I'm, as I'm going through certain things. Right. But I'm, I, I, I want to go through that. It's a learning phase for me because I want to know like everything that I need to know so that when it gets going, I don't necessarily have to rely on anyone. Like, I just feel like as, as like that's my frustration in my in my real job is that I feel like the people that are leaders, they never went through the grind of of what we actually do. So they they have this unrealistic thought of how production works. So for me, I'm I'm a cameraman. For me, I'm an audio guy. For me, I'm an editor. I'm a graphic designer. I'm a shipper. Uh, I'm 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 all things like I, I write the poems. I take the pod notes. I, I do the lighting like I do all of that. Until I get to a point to where. I feel like it's perfect for me. So when I hire someone and I'm in a position to hire someone and it's not how I want it, I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. When I go to you and say, hey, I need you to be a photographer. I'm not going I'm not going to you without a plan. That's how you dismantle the dream killer. You start learning the things for yourself. You start doing them for yourself. You start realistically going through the things that are for yourself. So you know how much it costs. You know how much like you know how much time it takes for you to 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 come up with an idea like from your mind uh, to Photoshop or to Illustrator to the product, get the files right. Like, you know how much that time that takes. So when you go and someone tells you. The price of this is that you can say no, because this is what this is all you're doing. Or you could be like, you know what? That is the right price, because I understand you. You know, you got to twist this and turn that. The foul got to be right. The color got to be right. The blah, blah, blah. Like, so, you know, but don't just go out the window like I'm learning. I'm not just going out the window and telling people this is what it is. Because they gonna kill it. And for me, it's like now where I am, like my mind as a results to my creativity is fragile. I always bring this up, which is the interview of Royce when he said when he's working on stuff, he's sensitive, like he he's very nitpicky. He he's all these things because it's his art and he wants to perfect it to his to his standards. But once he gives it out, it doesn't matter. Because he did it to his standards in his eyes. And so 
for me, that's where I'm working. That's where I'm at now with the things that I create, the podcast that I put out. Like, that's how I dismantle the dream killer. Like now I'm, I'm more attentive of how I'm writing things. I'm more attentive of how I'm creating things. I'm more attentive of um, things that I put on sale or things that I don't put on sale. Like, I'm more attentive of my business so that if I'm going to somebody and I'm sharing an idea with them that is going to progress the business, I'm not dependent on their response to believe in the idea or not. It's almost like the 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 little the the younger sibling syndrome where you're always trying to prove yourself right or you're always trying to prove to the to the up uh the next level that it's a good idea. And then because they grind and do and, and they're at a different level mentally um, age wise, education wise, whatever, they're like, no, that's not going to work. Not realizing the way that th- that delivery is going to discourage the idea. The way you handle that is that you, you, you cook that thing to perfection for yourself. You go through the trials and you go through the tribulations and you're like, all right, cool. Mm can't do this like I already see where this is going to go financially and um, I'm not willing to invest that in that part or I'm not willing to to put this much time like I, that time could be could be put on something else like in my case the idea for me or the the goal for me is to solely do the podcast and uh and poetry those be the active things that I do. The apparel be the apparel will be the passive. But I have to go through everything that I have to go through with the apparel, learning how to ship, learning how to design, um, learning how to like like figure out am I athleisure brand or I'm just a hoodie and sweats? Do I want to do blanket? Like I have to figure that out. But if I go tell someone that, if I go speak to someone and be like, yo, this is this, and I'm trying to do this, 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 they're going to be like, yo, that's too much stuff. Like, wait, but I I, I want to do that. So now I fail myself because I have now become a co-conspirator of the dream killer because I went to someone and 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 not understanding that they don't have the same vision in me that I have for myself. What they what I think is a great idea that can be accomplished, they what they see fear. They see that it might go wrong. And for me, I'm just I 100 percent am aware that every idea that I have has a 50 percent chance of going wrong. I'm never thinking that anything could go 100% right ever in life. When you deal with people, they'll take your 50% of like of knowing like, all right, this like 50% of this, it could be all bad. But this 50% I really believe in. You'll tell that to the wrong person and they'll dismantle that so quick. Well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And what about that? And it's because their minds are small. That big dream that you have is, is dead. So you must be careful who you have in your corner or who you have to speak to in regards to your dreams. Like we are going through too much as as human beings. We're going through much 
through too much in our regular lives to to be dealing with people who are afraid. Like, what are you afraid of? Like at this point, the way that the world is going, the way that people are are falling off the edge of the earth, the way like and I don't mean that like earth is flat. Do not start with me. Um, But the way that things are going, it's like, what are you scared of? What are you scared of? I have this I have this thought every other every other day. And I'm not even gonna lie because it is what it is. It is. Like. The reason why I chose this this topic of dismantling a dream killer because every other day, and this is me being honest, I realize that every other day I, I'm I am my own dream killer because I, I I get discouraged often when I see a bunch of people, quote unquote, doing merch. Because I'm human. And I'm like, dang, everybody doing this, everybody doing this now. Like, everybody has a company. Everybody is selling hoodies. Everybody is selling sweats, yada, yada, whatever. And I like, and it's discouraging because it's like, man, where am I going to find business at? Yada, yada, whatever. But then I'm like, I'm not here for for the apparel yes i want it i i do want to to sell the apparel because again it's 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 passive and it means something and not saying that these other people's uh uh brands don't mean anything but the reality of it is that i have a solid brand with what i'm doing the moment that i get the right person to piece it together i know that it's going to um, do what I what I know it can do. But I see this, I'm like, man, I don't I don't really want to I don't really want to do the apparel because everybody doing it. And it's like, nah, 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 nah. This is what we here for. Like, I didn't I didn't start this as no hustle. I didn't start this because the pandemic hit. I didn't start this because I was trying to make a quick dollar. I didn't start this with the intention of, you know, being like, like knowing that I'm going to sell other people's stuff. Like I started this to build something for my children. I started this because I needed something to occupy my, my time. And I was just limiting. I was, I was limiting my creativity to just poetry and I've been focused on, you know, um, writing books and I've been focused on making making poetry albums. But it's like I wasn't fully fulfilled. So what else is there? What what else can like what else brings me joy? What else brings me a level of excitement that, you know, that could fulfill my my enjoyment as an adult? And a lot of people, they start businesses as hustles. And they go into it with that that hustle mentality and they make, you know, they do make a lot of money, but then they move to the next thing. And it's like, now I want uh, I want sustenance. Like, I want you to understand that Peacefully Flawed is is something more than a hoodie. Like that shield means that 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 shield means something more to me that 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 logo is the tree of life. 
I remember like telling my brother, Hey, can you do something like this? Like, this is, this is what I'm thinking. And when he made it, like, I'm like, I got to put that on something. Like I can't just that, like that can't just be the business logo. Like I need something. And I'm like, this is, this is what I'm gonna do with it. And I've been doing something with it ever since he gave it to me. But I noticed that at times I'm like, man, everybody got this. Everybody got that. And my mind, cause I'm human. I'm human. When I snap back into reality, like, nah, this is bigger than the hustle. This ain't this this is this is bigger than that. This is not something that uh, I'm this is not something that's a fly by night. This is not something that is here today, gone tomorrow. Like I really want this to be something because of what it means to me and what I know it could mean to the people. But I have to not be a dream killer to myself. It's just like with the podcast. Right now, everybody has a podcast. And I understand you got to build, you got to build your audience and you got to connect with your people and stuff like that. But it's discouraging because you see these podcasts that, you know, people are promoting and you see how, like how many views they get, you see how many streams they get, yada, yada, whatever. And then you really like look into it and this is not no hate on anybody's podcast because you got to get it how you live. My podcast is different. It's not current events. It's not reviews of books, albums. It's not violence. It's not battle. It's not none of that stuff that's going that's going to get that immediate click. I'm so I'm here to further education on mental health. I'm here to show our people that we can we can get through it. I'm here to show men it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to cry. It's okay to do everything you need to do emotionally and still it doesn't change who you are as a man. So it's a different podcast, but I get discouraged because it's limited. Like the the views are slow. They come in like an air, they're building up, but they're slow. So every once in a while, I'm like, man, should I, should I talk about current events? Should I, you know, do some clickbait? Because I'm noticing that like when people, even, even the, the right now, the marketing thing is say something controversial on social media, right? That post is going to go viral. And then once it goes viral at you, you put your business on that. And so at times I'm like, man, do I want to go that route and, and, and say something controversial for the sake of promoting the business? Or do I want to just keep on grinding and trying to help my people the way that I'm doing it? I'm not going to lie. I'm human. Sometimes I like I be thinking of the most controversial stuff because I'm already in a crazy mental space anyways. So I be thinking like I be looking at stuff and I'm like, dang, like. Like, I'll type it out and I'll delete it. Like, nah, I don't. Don't do that. Because that's not who you are. I don't want to stoop to that level and not saying and not. Hold on. Let me correct myself because it's not stooping to a level. I personally feel like that is a, a, a marketing like whoever did that first is a marketing genius. Like for socials. Like. I don't know who did that first. I don't know how it started. I don't know why it started, but I feel like the idea 
is an excellent idea. But for me, I just can't do that because that's not my brand. My brand is not negative. My brand is not to bash people. My my brand and 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 not to bet. I'm saying it wrong because it's not even that people are bashing people. And when I say controversial, it's them just giving an I just giving their thoughts on a controversial thing that's in the news. I don't want to make it seem like people like I, I don't want to make it seem like I think that people are purposely like I'm gonna be as evil as possible because I know people like that. And then promoting what I'm saying is the things that I've personally seen. It's just been I it's just been comments on things going on in the news um, that are either controversial and are extremely like unorthodox. And then they go viral and then they promote yada, yada, whatever. So I'm not saying it's a bad idea. But what I'm saying is that's not. That's not my brand. But I get frustrated at times like I should do that. I should do that just so people could be like, well, what is, what is he talking about? And I'm like, boom, poetic properties, Mondays at 12 just to get views. But it's like, no, nah, I want to do that because I'm not going to like, I'm telling you right now, I am who I am and I'm always going to be who I am. So I don't want to fake, I don't want to get no fake. Uh, how can I say it? I don't want to get people listening to the podcast and or supporting the brand on fake stuff. Cause I'm not going to sustain it. Like I'm, I'm just not like I'm funny when I want to be funny, but a lot of times like people be laughing and I'll be serious. And it's like, it's low key frustrating, but that thought comes, it comes because it's like, like this is like, like I'm dreaming of this being a bigger thing. I'm dreaming of this being able to pass this to my kids. Like it, it, it happens and I'm, and I'm going and I'm looking at this stuff and I'm looking how people are getting their views. I'm looking at people and it's like, I gotta, I'm the dream killer because my brand is good. And I'm focusing on I'm focusing on what they doing because it's working for them. But that's what their brand is. And and, and I don't even want it. And so when I snap back into reality and, and, and get on myself like, bro, like, no, just keep going. The Like the consistency is going to get you in places that creativity will not. I'm not saying I'm the most creative person on, on, on planet Earth. I'm not even saying I'm the most creative person in my city. I'm not saying that my podcast is the best podcast in the world, but I know it is a very good podcast. I know that what I'm trying to do um, is going to change a lot of people. It's going to change a lot of people, but we have to dismantle the dream killer. And a lot of times that dream killer is ourselves because we don't know how to get our ideas and just study and, and research and, and keep it pushing without having to tell someone, without having to 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 look for that acceptance that the idea is good. So we're the first level of that. We're the first level, like uh, honest to God, like you really like unless you. Like your ideas, especially as a result to your creativity and especially if money is involved, like that should stay with you until it's official. And this is something that I'm telling myself. Um, I don't tend to I don't tend to care what anybody thinks about me. 
but when I'm dealing with like creativity and stuff like that, and it's like you want to tell somebody who who also is like has a certain level of creativity, and they don't vibe with it, it it's it's discouraging, especially in in how it's responded to. So my thing is we as creators we as and I, again I'm not talking about creators of product I'm talking about creators in general because we are all creators we have to learn when that idea is for us and when a collaboration is needed because you don't need help with everything. We all always need help with something, but not with everything. And as creators, whether you are a lead at your job, whether you are in politics, whether you are a chef creating a, a new unheard of dish, whether you are a writer creating a, a, a TV, like you have to understand everything is not, everything does not require a collaboration. As creators, we're always so generous in the rough draft time. And we're accepting all this criticism and all the, the this input and stuff like that. And then we're secretive. I've learned over the, the, the past, you know, two going on three years of this business is that I can't I can't tell anybody my ideas of what I'm doing. Because the criticism is going to Take me away from that idea. So for me, I create and I just put it out. Because I like it. Whatever you say after that, if you say after that. It doesn't kill it doesn't kill my dream because I already put it out. But if you get to me and like like. Like it tends to happen we all think we need a, a crew. We all like because it's, it's healthy to have things to to have someone to uh, bounce ideas off of. It's very healthy, but it has to be the right person. It has to be someone who has the same level of uh, integrity as you. Someone who has the 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 same um, the same mind frame to to dream big. Like to dream, you know, at the level that you're trying to dream, if not bigger, when you are when you are dreaming with someone of a lower uh, dream capacity, you're always going to lose. You're always going to be discouraged. You're always going to feel held down because your 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 reality is only as big as the dream can be. Right. And it's only up to you to to figure out how big, you know, how much of that dream that you could transform into reality. So you have to dismantle that idea that I got to tell, like, I got to bounce this off somebody. Bounce it off of yourself. Does it entertain you? 
Do you like it? Does it taste well to you? When you hear it, is it pleasing to your ears? Does it create an emotional thing in you that, that makes you feel good, bad, or indifferent? Like you are capable of doing that because you are a creator. You know the people you are trying to reach. You know the people who you want to eat your food. You know the people you want to, to see your art because everything isn't for everybody. And I learned that in what I'm doing. Everything isn't for everybody. A lot of people could care less about poetry without music, poetry in general. A lot of people care less about seeing another brand with, you know, hoodie sweats. But when you break down, like when you listen to this podcast and see what it's about, it's like, whoa. He is talking about something. He does care about the people. He does make sure that he, you know, he's giving insight on what he's going through, but also giving advice on how to get through it. He is offering, you know, conversation back and forth. This isn't just a teaching podcast. He's not just up here preaching. When you read my poems, it's like or when you read my books or listen to my poems, it's like, oh, wait. This is not just a person who is like this is a hustle to this is not a person who, you know, just, you know, is skilled. Like this is this is deeper than that. And I'm speaking to to this is not just to the people who are struggling with mental things. I know when you are going through stuff like that. Yeah. Mentally, it's like you don't want to feel alone and you don't want to, you know, like you don't really understand um how things are operating or moving. So yeah, you want to tell somebody, but I'm telling you, even when, when you are going through your mental stuff, take note so that when you get out of that fog, you can really like, while you are in your right mind, you could go over it and understand it and build whatever it is that you need to build. You have to start with yourself and dismantle yourself as the dream killer before you give it to someone else. Because if you feel like, it's a shaky idea and you're giving it to someone who already don't believe in what what you trying to do with your business. You're going to kill the idea every time. Every time. If you are a chef and you're building this masterpiece and you like how because everybody's palate is different. But as a chef, you understand that. But if you keep on telling people, taste this, taste this. Taste this as you are building your dish. There's a possibility that you are going to completely mess up your dish from what it was in your mind, because now you're dealing with everybody else tasting it on the on the road. You're dealing with everybody's opinion on the road. You got to build that thing to perfection to your mind and you got to deal with what happens after you deliver it. I had to learn that. I had to learn it. It's hard. It's hard because like for me, I always run to my brother or like when I when I like early on when I was um, starting the apparel stuff early on when I was doing the uh, the poetry like you, you I want to run and like, all right, bro, here's the here's the first half. And and like my brother loves my poetry. He is a he is a genuine fan of my poetry. Now I was like, man, I can't wait till you finish. But I used to run to my mom. Here, here go the first half. And I mean, like calling like every 15, 20 minutes. All right, here it go. I think it's done. Yada, yada, whatever. Early on, because my brother been in business, you know, when I was trying to uh, do the apparel. Bro, this is my idea. This, that, and the other. Yada, yada, yada. Telling my friend, this is my idea. Da, 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 whatever. Telling my kids. this Like, and 
those opinions discouraged a lot of ideas. Not because there were negative opinions, but because I felt like my I felt like my idea was was complete. So then as I'm creating my early on, I'm I'm having everybody else in mind because I've allowed them to dismantle what I thought was a good idea. So before for me, I'm not blaming the person for killing my idea. I'm not blaming the person for criticizing the idea. I'm not blaming this and that for dismantling the dream. And by the dream, I mean the creation. Because I should have dismantled myself and kept it to me. So I'm the first I'm the first line of defense. And if I can't keep it in my mind and I'm going to tell somebody who I know is going to have a complete different idea of of what they see that thing for. That's my fault. Y'all know the main thing for me is accountability. And so while. I'm saying dismantle the dream killer it could be your parents it could be your siblings it could be you know the training team at your job it could be the head chef at your job it could be who all it could be anything and they could they could they could be killing your dreams out of fear that you're going to take their spot uh that you're going to look better than them that you know you're going to uh you're going to pass them um and what you do creativity, uh, creative wise, that you're going to get more money than them with this idea. It can be all those things and and it could be none of those things. But more importantly, while it could be all of those things, they wouldn't know what you were doing and wouldn't have access to kill your dream if you didn't give it to them. This is a part of learning how to be selfish properly. This is a part of understanding who you are and saying, all right, this belongs to me. And until it's finished, until I'm finished with it, it belongs to me. I don't want anybody's input. It's certain things that, yes, you want input on because you have nothing like I'm a person that if I have no idea of whatever the thing is. I want input. I want I, I do want to understand what I'm doing, but if it's something that. Um, I'm creating if it's something that, you know, I'm writing about that I can't find on Google or whatever, like. I'm not doing it. Like my poetry. Is something that I do not collaborate on. I write 100 percent of my poetry. I recite 100 percent of my poetry myself. There is not anyone who has ever given me a line of poetry that I've ever written. And that's how it's always going to be. That is one thing that I will not collaborate on. I don't ever ask anybody for opinions on my poetry. The other stuff. Is where I had to learn. About. Not giving up my dream, not giving access to my dream to be killed again. Big dreams die in small minds. And I'm not trying to sound deep or anything. It's just simple as 
everybody doesn't have the capacity to dream big because of their circumstances, because of what they've been through, because of their failures and whatever they've tried to accomplish in their lives. And we have to understand that. We have to understand that everybody is 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 not gung ho about entrepreneurship. Everybody is not going to be excited about you taking a risk, especially right now, like especially right now in in, in the pandemic that we don't know when it's going to be over. That's why I say I'm not doing this for a hustle. I'm not doing this because, you know, the pandemic hit like this is something that represents a brand that I'm trying to build through hardship, through pandemic, through whatever. I can't let anybody kill that dream. I have to understand that there are going to be a million people that that are jumping to e-commerce. I'm not the first one to jump in. I'm not the last one to jump in. It is about finding my path and, and staying consistent with what I'm doing. I have to understand that. It's not many podcasts that are vulnerable as my podcast. It's not that that wants to help the people that just genuinely just comes on here and have these sessions, not to poke fun, uh, point fingers, but just to give understanding of what it looks like and what it feels like to be struggling with these things, but able to get up and, and talk about it and encourage the people to get through it. We have to be able to be in control of our dreams. So I have to understand that people are going to there is going to be a hard sell because nobody wants like, honestly, nobody cares about their mental health until it's it's tragic. I've been on this journey like by myself before, like it's been at least seven, eight years at this point that I've been trying to find, you know, like literally been about refocusing my energy and having my mind right. But everybody's not going to want to hear that, but it's up to me to stay focused. I don't tell like, like the most I'll give is the, the, the title of the next episode, but I don't tell anybody my, my podcast notes. I, there's no collaboration there. These are, this is me. This is me uh, uh, being honest and being truthful and trying to get especially men to to be okay with having a struggle to be okay with going through it to be okay with not having all the answers but also to be okay to try to build and understand and 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 rely on themselves before they go giving their dreams out to people Like, that's my goal. My goal is podcast is is to let my people know it is OK. We do. We, we struggle and we have these generational curses within us that we need to break and we have to fight ourselves. We have to completely detox from what we were taught. We were taught out of fear. Everybody don't belong on a boat with you. And I'm not saying that in a mean, I'm not saying that in a mean way or in a way to insinuate you kick people away from you. What I'm saying is that when you are dreaming, everybody is not a part of that dream. They're not going to understand. And you have to be okay with that. You have to understand that 
It's no love loss. You have to maneuver properly in how you express yourself in your creations. Like I said, this isn't a hustle to me, but it gets discouraging because I see podcasts pop up and I see pod and 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 I'm human and I'm like, dang, that's another uh, that's another gossip pod, but it's hitting. Like the people love it. That's another current event pod. People love it. That's another hip-hop pop. People love it. I'm self-help. Very, very difficult uh, a genre to get in. Poetry. Very, very difficult genre to, to get ears on. It's difficult knowing that. But I have to stay focused and I have to have to to keep my I have to keep my ideas tucked. And if I if I absolutely have to get them out, I have to make sure that that person is not going to kill the dream. I have to make sure of that. And so I said that, like, I've been saying all that in culmination of. Why I had to check out. Because there's too many avenues for a dream to be killed. It was too many things that I was seeing that was um, affecting my emotion in regards to Kennedy. It was too much stuff that I was seeing that was affecting my emotion in regards to the podcast um, and to uh, peacefully flawed apparel. Right. But the day that I checked out. The day that I checked out, y'all thought I forgot. Boom, I'm getting better. The day that I checked out and I watched that YouTube, I liked this one page. Right? I like the lady was like, do your own research. Boom, boom, boom. I looked at this one page. I'm like looking at their pictures. I go on their website and I'm like, bet. I like the page, I check out of socials. Like, all right, like I'll be back in January or whenever, you know, my mind settles, whenever I'm I'm cool emotionally to really to really do it. So move my socials off of, you know, off of my main page so I can't I can't see it. Um I was setting up my auto I was setting up my auto post. Every thing that I have been looking for, everything for me personally that I've been looking for, that I wanted to represent my brand, every one of those options I have available to me from liking one page. I stopped telling people what I was looking for. I stopped asking people, um, hey, where do I get this? I stopped telling people, hey, this is my idea and what I'm trying to do. Do you know where I can find this and find that? Like I stopped because I was getting discouraged with, yo, I'll give you a vendor list for $800. I'll tell you for $500 or completely being ignored. Just allowing that to kill the dream of what I wanted. I stepped out on faith. I liked the one page. And as I'm setting up my auto post and stuff like that, I just see 
follow, follow, follow. Like this person followed you. This person followed you. This per- this company followed you. This person followed you. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I've been allowing people to kill my dreams for three years by letting them know this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm looking for. Can you help me? Thinking that everybody is in a mental space to assist. Like I'm not in your realm. Like you're, you're doing millions of sales. Um, your genre of, of content don't have nothing to do with mine. Our people are never going to cross. That's the way I think. So me asking you is not far off, especially if I'm somebody who, who has followed you from the beginning of, of, you know, what you're doing or whatever, but it's always, everything is the price. Every, it, everything was 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 killing the dream, and then to the point where I was just like, all right, whatever. Um, I'll focus on on this because it was discouraging. And I've been looking, I've been looking, and my guy, DW, hey man, I I, I need this. Like, what's up, bro? I, I've been looking for years. Like, I I don't know. I'm going to keep looking, though. I'm going to keep looking. So I'm at now because I know that he supports and I know when he asks when he asks for an item, he's not asking just for it to be created and waste my time. He's going to get it. So. Now I'm discouraged because personally, I've been looking for almost three years and I've been asking people and telling people my idea of what I was looking for. And it's super simple. It's super simple. It's nothing that's going to break nobody's pockets or nothing like that. And it, in my eyes, it was nothing that. It's not worth eight hundred dollars. It's not worth five hundred dollars, especially if I'm not if I'm not in your 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 genre of content that I'm going to take from your um, overhead. Whatever. At that day. That I decided to hold the dream in my hand and stop asking and stop telling people my idea that day, everything came to me. Everything that I that I want to be on the apparel site, like to the point to where I can now just focus on the pot. I can now just focus on the poetry, like like. Everything that I want to be on the site, it came to me. That video that I watched is about four years old. And when I tell you, I typed in every single thing. And I've seen similar, like when I say I've seen those type of videos over and over and over. Never could find what I was looking for. Never. So I kept asking, kept asking, kept telling people, kept let it, kept, kept being the, 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 the dream killer myself. Because I'm, I'm telling you, this is my idea. This is what I want. Never found it. The moment I said, all right, let it go. Stop asking these people. The moment I stopped being the dream killer myself, the moment everything came to me. Same thing with the podcast. I told y'all last week I had to check myself because the podcast is a thing. And I kept saying when it becomes a thing. 
again, all of a sudden, I'm getting random people. Not my usual listeners, you know, not my people from group chat, like, but I'm getting, yo, your podcast is amazing. It helped me. Yo, that like, appreciate what you're doing. And more recently, I'm starting to get messages from things that I need for the pod. Hey, you, you, you need our services? And it's not bots. At first, I'm like, like, you know, IG, everything is promote this, promote this. Like, as soon as you post something, two seconds, they're like, promote this on such and such. So it's like, you know, it's a bot. And then it's always like something crazy. I'll post your picture for $15 for three hours. Like, it's, it's always something weird like that. But again, something that I've been looking for for the podcast like, how do I get it in the like? Cause I, I've been searching on uh, Fiverr, and I'm asking people, "Yo, how do you how do you get it in the algorithms fully? Like, what do you got to do? How is this? How is that? Well, this is my idea. This is what I want to do with this show. This is what I want to do with that show." The response is killing the dream. The moment I just chilled. And understood that consistency will put you in places that creativity will not. Now people are reaching out to me. Hey, your podcast needs to be on, on, on more eyes. Your podcast needs to be in more ears. Have you thought about this? Do you need this service? Do you need that service? Yeah, no, I gotta pay. I'm not I'm I'm not sitting here and I don't want you guys to think that I'm getting some type of hookup or anything like that. But I'm telling you the consistency of me just doing the best that I can and what I know how to do. And it's showing people that I'm not doing this just for a hustle. It's showing people that this is really a movement that I'm trying to trying to make sure that is is solidified for generations to come. Because we as men, we as people of color, we as black people, we need to be okay with our emotions. We need to be okay with being vulnerable. We need to be okay with having to deal with mental issues that we cannot control and and getting through the best way that we know how. We need to be okay with sometimes you need you need more than than medical marijuana. Sometimes you need to take some medicine. Sometimes you need to go to the doctor. I know they've done so much to us as black people. I understand. But it doesn't take away that you have a chemical imbalance in your mind and you got to make sure you're good, especially if you have a partner and kids. I don't know what I would do if I lost my mind and did not recognize my kids. So I have to dismantle the dream killer. It's not about what people do to you. It's not how they react to you is what I mean. Because they can't react to you if you don't give them any action. If you build the things that you want to build, your tribe is going to come. Don't give people access to your dreams because they'll begin to paint a different story for you. And the ideas that 
you've come up with the ideas that are burning in your soul to create will be dismantled and they won't be brought to light where they need to be. Make sure you are not the one killing your dreams. Make sure you are the one lifting yourself up, creating to the best of your ability, doing the things that you want to do. And when you are complete with what you want to do, and when, when you have that idea solidified, it doesn't matter. You have to get it out. And be able to accept what comes after that. Understand that everything doesn't need a collaboration. You don't need to bounce it off of people. Like you're strong enough. You're wise enough. You're creative enough to come up with something and stand on it. You just have to believe in the dream. And you have to have the big mind that can deliver the big dream. No matter the darkness, no matter the obstacles, no matter the trials and tribulation, we must get to the light. Peace.